0: i want to go to those but i just haven't had time honestly yeah. I, I got a lot of stuff know. a lot of stuff going on just some personal stuff too that's like yeah just yeah. taking a lot of time right now so oh yeah yeah
1: well trying to have a baby takes a lot of time oh yeah <laughs> you gotta
0: really focus on that you know Welcome to Developers Hangout, a podcast for developers by developers, a place where we get together as often as possible and discuss a wide range of topics from the books we're reading to the latest news and commentary on other tech podcasts. I am Nathan Kirschbaum and joining me today is...
1: Hey, I'm Al Tilly. Hey there. Uh, did you listen to the Laircast, uh, Laircon, uh, online? I did. Event at
0: all? I, I did for about a half hour this morning, but I was having too much. It, I, I had a bunch of stuff I had to get done today, oh, and yeah. it was like yeah. d- totally distracted. But the, the nice thing is, um,
1: you can watch the video exactly. Right? I'm really That's looking forward
0: awesome. to the videos, and um, I after work today I did like poke around on the chat good. and, and yeah. stuff like that. It looked, there was some cool stuff. Um, yeah, maybe some stuff we'll bring up soon. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, good idea. Really interesting yeah. though yeah um so let's just jump right into it um we've got so this is another uh, technology radar uh, episode we'll get to that in a minute we've got we're covering our <laughs> last our last section languages and frameworks um, yeah. but before we go yeah. there we'll, let's jump into news and other happenings uh what What do you have this week
1: Al? so the first article is something adam uh, watham tweeted but it 's a Martin Fowler article on unit test yeah. and yeah, it's just a good reminder that, um, you know, it's not a bad thing if your unit tests aren't in isolation. So it's just a good reminder of, like, there's another way to look at this and yeah. some of the history behind where all that stuff came from.
0: Right. Yeah, I've been meaning to check out Adam's new video series, and I think he's got right. a book, too, uh, to, on on uh, on testing. So yeah, and good stuff. Um, well, one thing that I wanted to uh, bring to your attention uh, for this week is um, – I found so one of the things actually we'll be talking today when we get into these languages and frameworks are are view view JS is finally on the uh, technology radar which is kind of cool. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It, it hasn't been for a while, so it's new. But anyway, um, it they have in the in the user guide a like a really detailed comparison. Uh, they actually go into um. They go into a number of different uh, front end uh, frame, or tools and uh, framework or language and framework. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they cover like React, Angular 1, Angular 2, Ember, Knockout, Polymer, Riot. So, and they, you know, I don't know if you probably can't probably t- trust that they're going to be entirely, um, uh, you know, uh, they, they have a little bit of a bias, obviously, but um, I'm sure they tried not to. Yeah. But anyway, it's, yeah. a, it's an interesting start because I, you know, as I was reading through this te- technology radar, I was like, man, what? What is the difference between React and Angular, yeah. for example, or or React and and uh, Vue.js? So this kind of details it out and in, um, in in some technical detail. They've done some uh, render performance testing and a number of things. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah with uh so much ionic and angular 2 coming up maybe we should just uh it's so hard but I would love to go uh view on on the applications. It would be um, neat. Yeah. Cuz our web apps are mostly just components or uh small widgets. Right. Yeah, no, it looks like a really good article. Uh the next one comes from um PHP Arc. Obviously I always read that that magazine and uh, this was from one of their articles, um, and it's a link off to a, a package for PHP that's um, a static analysis tool. Uh, so I would like to start running that and, and get a sense of that, uh, and maybe even apply it to security as um, there's a Reels, uh tool called Breakman that does static analysis as well. Hmm.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah, so uh, it's called PHP Stan. Uh,
0: that's cool. Um, what is static analysis? I, I mean, I've heard of that. Yeah, but I just don't it's know. just...
1: It's basically analyzing the non-running code uh, oh. and using known, like, understandings of things to to then say, hey, there could be something wrong here. Like, you passed four properties, but it's a three-property method. Gotcha. Uh, or this thing's not being used anywhere. Gotcha. Um, you know, and then you could do other things like, hey, this code has SQL written hard code. You know, like, some people might not use Eloquent, but mm-hmm. they, they write SQL in a way that's risky. Right. So it Good. could analyze your, uh, you know, your code without running it and, and so therefore it could catch things that you missed in testing. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah. Um cool. Uh well, the the next thing I wanted to bring up was um is actually shi- uh it's a it's a it's a website sh- shippingdocker.com but it's it's like a set of vi- video series and kind of resources for people yeah. who are interested in learning more about Docker. I think we might have mentioned it even a ways yeah, back. Yeah, we did. But yeah. I'm putting it on here again because it's um yeah. No, it's, it, it, it's been updated uh it's 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 um it's by chris fideo who's the same the same uh, same guy who you may know him from like servers for hackers uh the Server for, for hackers project um but it get, it's getting really good reviews yeah. and um al's actually been doing a bunch of work on docker stuff and he says it's gonna blow my mind but i'm getting i'm getting like <laughs> eager so i Go like get wanna, ready dude. yeah i want to yeah. figure out what it's all about episode
1: 23 i yeah. mentioned it we should have some kind of like pay off when you repeat something. Someone else <laughs> does. So, um, but no, it's really worth mentioning twice. It's, it's some great videos. I, I think his website's a little confusing, but now that he's released it as a final series, it, it got a little better maybe. Yeah. But great stuff. Cool. Um, all right. I think that's it. We have a new section called tools and yes, it might not last long, but it's here today. And I want to share a tool. Uh, Last time, I think I shared um, text expander or or auto text to do auto snippets. Right. Uh, And as developers, we're always looking for tools, I think, to optimize our workflows or tricks or scripts or whatever. Um, uh, This one is uh, D&D. It's by Matt Lance. Uh, He's been working with us for a little bit now. And uh, unless I drive him crazy, he'll stick around, I think. (laughs) Um, But this is a nice tool because it plugs into your Alfred uh, workflow. Uh, Alfred is that thing we use on a Mac to um, do a shortcut and then type and find tools or apps or whatever, um, even clipboard history. Uh, and this one is D&D, so you type in D&D space uh, and a number, and it will close down your uh, notifications for that amount of minutes. Uh, and so your Mac then no longer will notify you, and after those minutes are done, you get a nice chime, and um, you, it turns back on. So it's and it's really neat. Go look inside of it; you'll see it. It's not too hard to make these workflows.
0: That's really cool. Um,
1: yeah, like I want to make one that you know. There's so many possibilities, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's a good little tool. And since I surprised you with this new topic area, do you have a tool? <laughs> you can just like throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. No. Uh, but, hmm. but you know,
1: you know, like I said, it seems like this could be a fun little thing to keep throwing out there. Uh, and, and see if we, you know, just share some of the things that make our day a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely.
0: Um, now I can't think of anything off the top of my head, the, the, re- the most recent tool I've been playing around with. I started, I started futzing around with, uh, Envoyer over the weekend. Oh, um, yeah. just because when you get high, high performance sites or, or, or sorry, like high traffic sites, uh, Compiling on at build time no longer becomes particularly feasible. Um, and it's just it's something I've you know, like we've talked about using it a bunch in the past. I've, I've played yeah. around with it before, but I was wondering, you know, it's probably been a year and a half or so since I played with it. Yeah. And I do wonder what he, what, what Taylor's doing with it. I mean, it, it's, it's there, it seems to be working just the way it yeah. was before. Um, but he's been giving all of his kind of attention, I think, to forge. Uh, um, oh, yeah. and, and other, other things. So I, I kind of wonder what the, the term roadmap is for that, but that was, that was an interesting tool that I kind of poked around with over
1: the weekend. Yeah, no, I really like it. We use it for, uh, other things and, uh, it just doesn't fit our workflow, but I like it right. a lot. Right. We still use it, but we're moving away from it as to, to deal with some other things. Right.
0: So. All right. Well, let's jump into this. We've got, right. um, the languages and framework section of technology radar, um, for those of you who haven't joined us in the past um or are not familiar with uh the Technology Radar, it's a really cool um kind of analysis that ThoughtWorks put out. They 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 basically break things down into uh four categories: we have adopt, trial, assess, and hold. Um we'll go through each one and kind of explain what they are, but basically it it kind of like Gives us th- their perspective on kind of different parts of the industry, and in this particular case, we're you know talking about languages and frameworks. Um, no PHP though, right? Not not no PHP. <laughs> no, no PHP. <laughs> no, they, ThoughtWorks they are big. For those of you who don't know, they're, big, they're a big company. I don't know how many employees they have, but it's got they're a big company, um, and they they're doing a lot of interesting stuff, and they yep. they do. Um, uh, they're not, you know, they're not, uh, limited to one, uh, language or framework or specialty, but, uh, d- we've never seen anything PHP show up <laughs> on
1: this list. So but- I, I've seen composer, I think uh, a little while ago. Oh, okay. it's like, oh PHP right. finally did something. It's like, no, it's been around a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and this is section four or four, but they're going to release a new one soon. So, um, you know, we'll give that time to settle in and then we'll head into that eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. All right let's dive in the first section is adopt it's things that have made it through their their uh their i don't know what you would call it but anyways their their hurdles and uh things we strongly uh, we feel strongly that the, the industry should be adopting these items we use them when appropriate on our projects so these are things they're using on the, on their projects yeah the first one is ember j s um, so uh, if you look at the history of ember j s in context of the radar. Uh, it's been in in the makings, uh, May two thousand and fifteen assess, November two thousand and fifteen assess, April two thousand sixteen trial, and finally two thousand sixteen adopt. So it's interesting to watch how long something's going can take to get to adopt. It's really neat. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a peach. It's a PHP framework. It's a JavaScript <laughs> framework. Uh, it was always like the Pepsi and Coke of Angular, uh, and uh, but it's been very. Um, steadfast community oriented the one of the guys on it i forget his name i really like him uh he, he's uh w- well known for his work with ruby on rails um and uh so yeah great option um i really wish we chose it to be honest with you it's more opinionated more team friendly more command line stuff hmm. uh but we went angular uh and now it's hard to change yeah
0: so this is a they're recommending this route Ember.js, js you know especially when you're considering building single page applications um, yeah. Yeah. so that's something to consider. I don't know if people are using Ember. Like, so we, we move. You know, yeah, from, but it's, it's, it's very widget oriented
1: too. I mean, it's it, all there. Yeah. It? Basically components are the, one of the, um, uh, it's a shared concept between a lot of these frameworks to create a a, a more generic component, um, workflow for any web, uh, technology. Interesting. So, yeah. It's, it's, so it's there, man. It's, there's no reason why, uh, we just chose Angular cause it, it was just, um, It was just, it was a flip of a coin. What was more popular? And Angular's great, but, you know, it's had its challenges recently. Yeah. We should go back to that thing we talked about doing a while ago where we. Oh, view versus Angular? Well, comparing. comparing. Yeah. We we want to pick like
0: two or four, you know, um, and and just basically do like a a simple widget or something and see how it goes. Yeah, it's Um, on the list. Yeah. Um, We just got to get through technology radar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Next on the list is um React, uh React JS. So, um you, you know, th- this one is a, is kind of been a standout like the the, the JavaScript kind of framework uh, I I guess in industry. I mean, there's just been so many frameworks coming out over the last couple of years. Um but this one has this one they're calling out as kind of a a standout for for a number of reasons. Um, you know, one of the reasons this stands out is it's got the one-way data binding, which really simplifies, uh, the rendering logic and, 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 and avoids a lot of, a lot of like the complications and, and issues, uh, that you find in some of the other application or some of the other frameworks. Um, so yeah, I don't know enough about react either to, to, to personally, to be able to like dig into it, but it's definitely one of the, one of the, one of the things on my list I've been wanting to check out, um, what do you think, Al? Have you, have, you, have you played around with it at all?
1: No, I want to, um, but I haven't been doing a lot of JavaScript recently. Um, but again, it's, uh, it, 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 it's funny too, because we don't have to choose Angular or React. I mean, there's no reason why not to use React as well. Hmm. Um, I have one project where I'm using Vue and Angular, so it's just interesting you know, to, that we don't always have to make a choice. Yeah, that is interesting. You say you're
0: using Vue and Angular?
1: Yeah, because oh. Spark comes with Vue built in, but oh, I wanted right. to do my Angular stuff, so I have them both going.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. All right.
1: Cool. Yeah, Redux is the next one. Redux, it's it's along the same lines of like us not working with it a lot, but I hear a lot of good about it. I think some of our team's going to use it with some of their Angular work, too, which I, I'll be interested to see how that works. Uh So in this is their statement, with the increasing complexity of single-page JavaScript applications, we have seen a more pressing need to make client-side state management predictable. Redux, with its three principles of restriction for updating state, has proven to be invaluable in a number of projects we have implemented. So again, it's a lot of that uh, organization and and state management. um, And it seems like React also, uh, they're they're kind of, I don't want to say beating you, they're taking a different approach to that. That mm-hmm. model of dealing with data, um, and so uh, it, it's it's really interesting. I would love to try this stuff because I still don't have a sense of where it would be a win for me. But then again, maybe my JavaScript needs aren't so complex. I just don't right. know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's a lot, that's where I end up being a lot of the time. Is I don't I don't. I don't necessarily need something so complex, I, I, you know. I, a lot of
1: times, I can almost use jQuery and just. I have some charts though; that are like you know twenty-five thousand rows of data, and I wonder if they'd be faster. If no, that's really true. Need to find out. You know? Yeah, no, that's that. I, I just don't know. Yeah, you know? yeah, It'd be really neat to pull it out and try it. Yeah. Um.
0: So the next <laughs> one, on the, uh, <laughs> the next one on the list is, um, uh, Spring Boot. And this one uh, is a little over my head, but um here's here's what they have to say about it. Um a lot of work has gone into Spring Boot to reduce complexity and dependencies, which largely alleviates our previous reservations. Uh if you live in a spring ecosystem and are yeah. moving uh and are moving to microservices, Spring Boot is now an obvious choice. Uh for those not in Springland, Drop Wizard is also worthy of serious consideration. Uh so yeah. Yeah, that's all
1: microservices. I Microservices uh this looks like JVM stuff uh Java stuff so yeah. Yeah. Now I I I read these things and I'm like, man, I wonder if we should make something like this for PHP. Like we're trying to do it. We used iron.io. Um they're not a sponsor. Uh but uh you know, we enjoyed the ease that they allowed us to do PHP. Yeah, definitely. And I wonder if if these type of things would be a great service to provide at the PHP level. Um, hint, hint, let's make a service. Um, <laughs> so that's the adopt section. We promise we'll know more about these tools as we go, I think. It's better than the, uh, I think it was tools we were just out, out of our league. The next section, trials, is um, worth pursuing. It is important to understand how to build up this capability. Enterprises should try this technology on a project that can handle the risk. So that's a really neat way to look at it. The first one in on that list is butter knife. Uh ButterKnife is a field and method binding view injection library it allows the injection of arbitrary objects views and listeners thereby ensuring cleaner code with reduced glue code for Android development and any understanding but ButterKnife is there for trial for Android developers um I've not even touched any Android anything yeah <laughs> um indeed but yeah. speaking of butter knives well, 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 we'll coming back just for a moment i do wonder right. though chrome notebooks are gonna have android stuff on them uh you just kind of wonder if it becomes more of a developer um another developer friendly pl- platform or uh, a hot developer platform but we'll see yeah oh, be interesting. oh yeah so the next one yes
0: well yeah you can't have a butter knife without a dagger so yeah. the next one on the list is uh nice. dagger um so this one's also for Android-based applications. Uh, basically, Dagger offers a fully static compile-time dependency injection framework. Um, yeah. It's a strictly generated <laughs> implementation and non-reliance on reflection-based solutions addresses many of the performance and development issues.
1: <laughs> yeah, we still have no clue. All right, next one. I mean, that come on, that was like, what? All right, Dapper. I knew, so, I knew exactly what that meant. Yeah, Dapper is a minimal lightweight ORM of sorts for .NET, so yeah, it, it looks fun. I mean, any ORM, I've really appreciated them from Rails to to Laravel. Uh, so now .NET has a, a, a another option. Yeah. So yeah, this
0: one was interesting too because it, it, it's like rather than rather than writing to uh, SQL, ra- rather than writing to SQL queries, uh-huh. um, it it maps to it maps the queries to dynamic objects. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So the next one on the list is Elixir, um, and maybe this is why uh, Laravel Elixir oh, changed yeah. their name right. Uh, right. recently, because um, it was it was confusing me. But uh, for for those who don't know, um, Elixir is a programming language. Um, it's uh, you know they're, they're seeing it continue uh, continue to be used more and more in serious projects. Um, it's uh, it's actually a language that's built on top of Erlang Virtual Machine. Um, hmm. And it shows promise for creating uh, highly concurrent and fault-tolerant systems. Um, Wow, looks like fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fun stuff. Um, Man, if I just had all the time in the world. (laughs) Um, So, um, yeah, yeah, really interesting stuff. And it's a functional language uh, designed for scalable and maintainable applications, yeah. Uh, All right. Enzyme is the next one. And uh, they sum it up as, we've been enjoying the rapid component level UI testing that Enzyme provides for React JS applications. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, UI testing uh, framework, I guess you would call it. Uh, unlike many other snapshot-based testing framework, Enzyme allows you to test without doing on-device rendering. So yeah, it looks like it hmm. has a lot of benefits. Maybe, uh, I wonder if I, it would help Ionic at all or if it's just for Android. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a good question. Well, they say it, it's, um, it's, it's commonly used for oh, React. React. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it sounds nice. We do UI testing, but if this was really fast, it's, it's really nice to have that for, for React.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, next one on the list, uh, kind of piqued my attention a little bit, uh, immutability.js. Um, so immutability is often emphasized in functional programming, um, this is a JavaScript library uh, that provides uh, many persistent immutable data structures uh, which are highly efficient on modern JavaScript virtual machines. Um, so that was kind of interesting. I, I, I'm familiar with like immutable, I'm more familiar with like immutable uh, 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 kind of like uh, use cases and workflows on the back end side of things. Um, so that, that was interesting to me.
1: Yeah. And JavaScript virtual machines. Yeah. No, it's, it's uh, yeah. Like I said, I, I it's, it's like, I, I think I forget when we mentioned this, but even learning some Python, uh, I still wonder sometimes just to dive into JavaScript instead. it seems like it's so much going on so much you can do. I mean, they right. both can do, I mean, but you know, it just seems like um, it seems like fun stuff. Yeah, definitely. All right. The next one is Phoenix. Some of the ThoughtWorks teams have been had very positive experience with Phoenix, a server-side, web-based, MVC framework written in Elec- Elixir. Uh, in addition to being streamlined and easy-to-use, Phoenix takes advantage of Elixir to be extremely fast. Uh, so, yeah, a, a nice uh, model-view-controller framework uh, for Elixir users. That's awesome. So, yeah.
0: I don't really have much to add to that. Uh, yeah.
1: Very interesting. Well, we could, start, we could switch from Laravel to Phoenix and, and, and you know, be more in line.
0: Yeah, I you know like I yeah, I really wonder uh, because you know how how in line it would be because uh of course Laravel takes a lot from Ruby uh on Rails. So uh would be interesting. The next one on the list is Quick and Nimble. Um so this is uh iOS team uh this <laughs> is for iOS devices and their iOS teams have been um enjoying um I, it's actually two different li- libraries, Quick and and then also Nimble. Um, but you pair, pairing them together for unit tests. So, this is in the RSpec family of behavior driven development testing tools. It provides very readable tests
1: um, across
0: Swift and Object C and has good support for asynchronous testing.
1: Yeah. Another freaking thing I wish I had time for is Swift. Uh, apple Swift uh, JavaScript, uh, JavaScript uh, framework. Yeah. yeah. Or language. Uh, trial. We're in the trial section. It's, it's not a trial. I didn't mean that. Um, but we're in, we're in the trial section. We have two more to go. And I think we're batting maybe 20% of (laughs) knowing. I was hoping to be better. I thought it was better when I read this the other day. But the next one's React React Native. We are seeing continued success with React Native for rapid cross-platform mobile development. Yes, when you read mm-hmm. it like
0: that, it's it, <laughs> we this we they everyone thinks we know what we're talking about now.
1: Yes, this I'm just great. waiting for a monster truck commercial <laughs> up. But the point is, once we say mobile development, you and I are pretty useless. So. <laughs> mobile development, Java and uh, .NET. They just ends right there. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, um, yeah, <laughs> it's cool to see all this stuff. Again, the React um, JavaScript. Uh, we, we we're going with Ionic, but there's so much on React too for the whole solution. Like, here's React for your front end, your back end, your mobile, right? So phew, it just it, makes it. I mean, you get anywhere you invest, in, it's going to work. You know, right.
0: So. right? And it looks like this also pairs nicely with Redux
1: as well. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, again they're all great we have great solutions that we use but it's just so fun to see all these other ones right um so the next one on the
0: list is called roboelectric and um this is in the android application development world it's a unit testing framework um and it offers uh let's see I guess, I don't know, I'm not sure. So so they, what they say is it offers the best option among those available for writing real unit tests that extend or interact directly with Android components and support JUnit tests. Um, we caution, though, that because it is an implementation of the Android SDK, there might be advice, uh, de- uh, device-specific issues for some tests that pass in RoboElectric.
1: So, <laughs> Yep. I left you at Android application development. Again, I would love to do it, but man, just don't do it. I don't do it. Yeah. Uh, so we were done with trial. Um. Uh. Yeah. We. Yeah. <laughs> don't think we got any of those, dude. <laughs> Have we gotten any Ember? We knew Ember. Yeah. Uh, so we're one for uh, twelve. <laughs> All right. We're in assess. Uh, assess is the section that uh, worth exploring with the goal of understanding how it will affect your enterprise. Uh, the first one they have in Assess, I actually know about. It's, or, or, uh, I don't know if I'll say it right, but Or, or Aurelia. Yeah. Um, and it's considered uh, the next generation JavaScript client, client framework. And it was written using a modern version of JavaScript ECMA 2016, uh, created by Rob uh, Eisenberg. And um, there's this Angular podcast. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but they interviewed him a couple of times, and he was on the Angular 2.0 team and he was discouraged by some things they were doing nothing like oh angular sucks but he just didn't like some of the ideas and he moved on back to his his own thing and and this is what came from it so i really enjoyed listening to him in those podcasts and i it it just i think it would be a really good framework to use really fun and really f- developer friendly uh, yeah. kind of like kind of like vue i think it would be a lot like vue yeah i'm curious um, to
0: check it out um, yeah. you know seeing that he he had a lot of uh kind of inside knowledge and understanding of the uh, Angular 2.0 Well, uh, they brought him
1: in to help with the, uh, if I remember right, the routing system, because he was just so well-known for, I think, Uh that that work he's done in other uh, frameworks. Mm. So, yeah, really uh, interesting person, so... That's cool. Wow. Now we knew about two things.
0: Yeah. I think we can yeah. talk about this next one too. So, <laughs> yeah. uh ECMAScript 2017. Uh now of course, uh this is not to be confused with ES- ES7, uh which is which is which is uh which stands which is a sh- short for uh, X- uh, uh, ECMAScript 2016. Um one one thing we developers are really good at is like putting out just like really clear, thoughtful yeah. uh yeah. naming conventions. Um but anyway, um this one's worth, worth mentioning and, and worth assessing. It's new on the list. Um, browsers are actually uh, expected to be implementing this um, uh, and, and supporting it uh, in the summer of 2017. Um, but you can, as we mentioned last time, actually, um, you can use Babel... Which is a JavaScript compiler already, and it supports a number of the features today. So basically, you can start using um, ECMAScript 2017, and Babel will go ahead and convert that over into things that um, modern uh, modern uh, browsers can comprehend. Um, So it's it's pretty cool. Um, The the they link to a bunch of supported features. Um, If if you're kind of Um, making extensive use of JavaScript um, and and your code base is is under active development. They're recommending that you add Babel to your uh, build pipeline and begin using the supported features of ECMAScript 2017.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, Be interested to see what those features are, uh, how tempting they are. Um, All right, so uh, the next one is Elm. Uh, So I'll start reading since I know nothing about it. Uh, we have been prompted to reconsider Elm because of the rapid adoption of Redux framework. Elm, the original inspiration for Redux, offers the view, componentization, and reactiveness of React.js, along with the predictable state of Redux in a compiled, strongly typed functional language. So, uh, written in Haskell. So, yeah, I, it's, again, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of cool languages out there, man. It's, it's really neat. Yeah, definitely. So. No. Ah, oh, you get to do this one.
0: Then. <laughs> you can jump in. I knew you were going to get no, excited about you this. One. Do it. So the the uh, I'll, I'll start, and you can uh, you know. So so uh, this one is GraphQL. One of the main approaches out there is REST, like REST 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 implementations, and REST can be really um it, it can be great, um, but it also has some um it can be problematic. And, and you know, they say here that it it can lead to kind of like uh chatty interactions between the client and the server and and some other stuff. So um, Facebook has actually come up with GraphQL. This this probably isn't the first time you're hearing of it, and it's an interesting alternative to REST that may be a better pro, uh, approach. Um, but and something to look into. Um,
1: I don't know. I haven't ever used it. Uh, have you used it now? I've heard of it. <laughs> nice softball. Um, no, you know, throwing me the uh, easy one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we I did that Laravel proof of concept with it, and uh, and I was I mentioned it to you because. Right. Again, it's like, hey, you want to make a API. Well, why not make an API that the client can use the way they want to? Right. And then your Angular, instead of having to make uh, a new endpoint for every widget uh, need, your widget then just uh, creates a little JSON uh, object that it sends to the API, the one API endpoint. So we could say, give me the users of your system or give me the users with comments or give me the users with one comment each, you know. Uh, So it's a really nice, I mean, it's so great. I mean, to think about like, hey, I don't have to build 20 routes. I can just build one and start using them in my front end.
0: That's really interesting.
1: Yeah, and and, and I think the only thing I I worried about is like you have to then be careful because, you know, as you change things around the models and stuff, you don't want to break everything that's using it. So maybe you can do this and maybe you just version your changes because, again, you can have v2 endpoint or v3 but it's still that one endpoint that they could build their queries against
0: right and i guess there's got to be
1: a way to to deal with permissions and stuff like that and uh, yeah because yeah you're yes yeah it's a good point i mean yep you'd have to think about that yeah
0: i'm excited to check it out we get we have a couple things we're working on that i think this will become very handy for
1: oh i really think you guys should try it um all right the next one is called (laughs) jump And uh, I'm gonna read and not understand any of it. Jump is a domain-specific language for mathematical optimizations in Julia. Jump defines a common API called MathProgBase and Mm -hmm. enables users to write solver-agnostic code in Julia. Sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Your turn.
0: I know. Whenever (laughs) I write in Julia, I want (laughs) to. I I, I, I want my solver-agnostic code. I'll tell (laughs) (laughs) you. All Um. right. Um. So the next thing on the list is physical web. Well, I actually haven't heard of this. I probably should have, but it's a it's a standard uh, created by Google. Uh, it, the idea is uh, apparently very simple. It's it's uh, beacons broadcast a URL.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: the, so I don't know if I really understand that, but there well, it's, the- it's an interesting.
1: Go ahead. Well, think about it. Like um, Apple was doing this for a while. Like you'd walk in a mall and there'd be beacons that when you got near enough to, it would send your phone an ad or something. Oh, interesting. Uh, Yeah. And um, so it's basically devices talking to you or other devices, um, uh, like your phone or whatever, obviously not to you personally. (laughs) Ah, okay. But uh, yeah, so marketing or uh, good information. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this happens over
0: Bluetooth typically, at least right now um that makes sense that makes sense yeah
1: yeah um i don't know why i thought it was going to be a bigger thing it's been around for quite a bit it sounds like there may be some security concerns um, well yeah with, with randomly yeah discoverable yeah links like i could like send that. you a link that's actually malicious yeah right. right yeah it's a good point um i'm waiting till they anyways i'll tell you some other time it's Basically, like, uh, one... No, I won't even say Do it. it. Come on. Think about it. Every time we walk into a bathroom, we're at a urinal just standing there looking at a tiled wall. Yeah. Like, why doesn't that tiled wall have a flat screen that shows me something that is relative to what I want to watch? Right? At that moment. Uh, and, and it has my phone there to tell me maybe a list of things that I would be interested in ads about or uh, news or whatever, you know? Yeah. So
0: It's interesting. It's the To me, though, it's just like the... Um, the security piece of it is just like, you know, because bro- mm-hmm. basically I mm-hmm. think at that point you're basically broadcasting who you are to, you know, to, to every bathroom you walk into, um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, yeah. and you, you know, you may not think that's much, but even like, you know, you've seen what, what Facebook and Google can yeah. do, like all, you know, it, you may be like, Oh, well, it's just an ID and maybe a couple preferences. Yep. Well, preferences, they can build yeah. that up over time and they, you know, and then they know what bathrooms you're visiting out. And, you know, before long. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's in so, the bathroom a lot. Uh, yeah. All right. So so the next, next one is uh, uh, Rapidoid is a collection of web framework modules including fast, low-level HTTP server implementations from scratch on top of Java NIO. Mm. Um, clever usage of off-heap, input, output, buffers, object pools, and thread local data structures provide rapid... Repetit- whatever and edge over and <laughs> i hope base servers like netty wow <laughs> i mean people this i don't know I, I, I we yeah we must be missing out on this yeah so. no, that's
0: really cool i want to be involved in naming some of these things <laughs> like you know i wonder what the discussion
1: was like um yeah. i don't think there's a discussion i think it's just the <laughs> person who started it just got to keep it, yeah, so. um so the next one on the
0: list for the assess is recharts uh this one's a little uh a little easier to explain, so recharts is a composable charting library built on react components um so yeah i mean there's not there's not really much more to it than that um just kind of uh so ba- you basically if you're familiar with d three charts it basically integrates uh d three charts into react j s um in a really clean and declarative manner.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's funny. That was always a nice thing about Angular 2, which was hard to leave, is we had a lot of these um, comp- uh, these directives slash now components, you know, D3 right. and everything else. Right, right, right. One more reason I found it hard to want to leave Angular. Yeah. Um, we have components for everything we want to do, basically. Right. Um, the next one is reSwift. We're excited that the Redux paradigm... Has been made its way to the Swift land in the, land in the form of reSwift. We found real benefits in the simplicity and readability of code bases once state and state change are managed in a central place in common idiom. Uh, this also helps with building offline-first applications. So yeah, uh, again, Swift yeah. Uh, in in Redux in in all about state and state management. Mm-hmm. So...
0: Next on the list is, um, three Um, so this one's kind of interesting. It's, yeah. um, it's, th- so this one's geared towards, um, VR and AR scenarios, um, to, and, and it kind of gives a, um, it's more geared towards the browser though. And particularly on mobile, um, so yeah, I think, um, Three three dot js has been around a while. It's basically a library that allows you to uh, leverage some of these. I, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs>
1: what did you hear? You should have stopped me. You should have stopped me a long time ago. I was laughing because I went to the site. Oh, so really? so um, it's um, like you were saying though. It's it's if you go to their website, it's pretty cool stuff. I mean, it's gonna be. I mean, our industry is gonna change, and I don't know if we're ready for it. Right. <laughs> The web is now become, be going to come a, a WebGL uh, three VR AR portal, right? So we're going to go from uh, the days of stressing over um, what would we be stressing over recently. Like years ago was um, is your website responsive? Oh no! Right. Now it's going to be like is your website AR VR ready? It, it's going to be an interesting shift, and I don't think it's going to be more than a year or two off. So, I'd like to see that. It'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um. But their website's cool. There's a lot of good examples. One of them I started to put on, and I was laughing because I started making uh, music. So <laughs> it's kind of like those old flashlights where you go to, and they're like loading, and then you know yeah. something's going to happen. Yeah.
0: No, I'm excited. I, I actually don't have a VR and AR headset, but I'm excited right. to check out some of this stuff. I know you well, do, right?
1: Uh, I got rid of that one, but I bought another one from for the PlayStation, um, and uh, Microsoft just released a whole... Um, Uh, spec around low-end VR headsets, and now Acer released one, and and everybody's going to start releasing these AR, VR headsets pretty soon. And they're lower state, so you only need like 300 bucks, and any decent PC, not high-end PC, can run it. Mm -hmm. So a game-changer, really. Um, I think we did these, uh, we should have started the other way, because now I'm going to do one of yours where that one (laughs) I would have liked doing. So this is uh, finally VueJS um, in the ever-changing world of front-end JavaScript frameworks, which I honestly don't think is changing that much anymore, but I, maybe I'm just not listening anymore, uh, Vue.js has gained a lot of, uh, of ground as a lightweight alternative to AngularJS. Um, it is designed to be very flexible and less opinionated, library that offers a set of tools for building interactive web interfaces around concepts like modularity, components, and reactive data flow. So yeah, it, it's, it, like you know more about this. It seems really nice to work in.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just so approachable. Um, but they kind of make yeah. almost a <laughs> they all they almost kind of make a backhanded comment. It's not backhanded, but they they they, they say uh, they, they say it's a it is a low learning barrier, which makes it an inter- interesting for junior developers and beginners. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like you know not a serious tool or something. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. uh, you know, I mean, in some sense, they're. I guess in some senses they may they, they they're right like um it, it i mean it certainly is accessible to um to uh, beginners and learners yeah. Um, and and uh, it's getting, it's getting much better, but like you're, if you're doing like super, super complex stuff, you might be better off with other tools. I, I think that, um, that may no longer be true. I actually haven't done anything super complex with it in a while. Yeah. Um, but I think as I mentioned in a previous podcast, like I start I've actually, I actually started using this thing this almost two years ago. I've I've used it for a number of like, you know, fun little projects and, um, definitely got myself into like you know, this hasn't been figured out yet. And now, now you're stuck figuring oh, out yeah. yourself.
1: We're, we with Angular. It's someone already yeah. did it and you just grab the component. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. But, but that's changed a lot over the last couple of years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the other thing too, is like your application, like that you're not you, but like it. it 90% of it's already been done before. So you can enjoy view and, and do a nicer interface for searching or whatever. Right. And maybe if something does come to be a page that's heavy, you pull out something else if needed. Um, but I guess too, like they, there's a lot of single page uh, application, uh, talk in this, in this thing. And, 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 and that's not what you and I typically think about. Right. And I have seen
0: people do view like single page app with view. Um, I'm not sure I would do that. I'm not sure I would do that, but, but, but people do, I'm not a huge fan of the single page app, I guess. I bet there are specific use cases that it really does make a lot of sense, but, um, I find people doing it a lot just because it's like the in thing to do, and not not really. Or, because or that's JavaScript what their app means. is their
1: thing, and, and, and yeah, that became right. really e- easier for them to think about. That's true. That's true. Um, the next one is WebRTC, and this one I know some things about. So wait, I gotta mark this down. So we're up to seven things we've known things about out of twenty-eight. <laughs> so, if we were playing baseball, this would be an okay batting average. Um, so, WebRTC, uh, widespread adoption of AR and VR as a collaboration and communication medium requires a modern, ready, readily available video stream platform. So, WebRTC is a video streaming platform. Uh, I think Google Hangouts might be using it already, but basically yeah. it, it could be a... Um, uh, a, a browser, what's the word? Basically you wouldn't need plugins for it and it would just pretty much work in all browsers. And it's a standard that, um, I think everybody, uh, no one really owns it kind of standard. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might not take off cause of all the things that could get in the way, you know, as, as companies try to push their technology, but yeah, it's an interesting one. Makes sense. So, yeah. Really neat. So now we head into the hold section and, uh, I think last week I busted on CMSs, this week I'm getting busted on. The first one in the whole <laughs> section is Angular JS. Oh, so man. these tech radars have a history link, and the history link for AngularJS goes way back to 2014. Um, again, back in the days when I had to prove that AngularJS was an option. Um, so we're coming all the way around to 2016, which is, you know, in, in web years, it's like, you know, 20 years Um, and uh, AngularJS has helped revolutionize the world of single-page JavaScript applications, and we have delivered many products successfully with it over the years. However, we are no longer recommending it v1 for teams starting fresh projects. We prefer the ramp-up speed and more maintainable code base we're seeing with Ember, React, and particularly in conjunction with Redux. So uh, they do mention v1. They don't mention v2. They do talk about v2 a little bit, though, Uh, They talk about how there's not much of a migration path between V1 and V2. And uh, I think Ember just, what I I regretted about not doing Ember is Ember has opinions. And to not have an opinionated framework means you have a bunch of members on a team doing their own things, or one member making their opinions the way. Um, So I I don't know. So yeah, I mean, I agree with them. And, uh, you know, (laughs) what do you do? Yeah, so...
0: Yeah, for me, I think I mean, <clears throat> I I do still some somewhere somewhere in in my heart or something I don't know I still have a fondness for uh, Angular a little bit because we've done yeah. some interesting things with yeah. it uh, yeah. and it's really helped us out in a number of ways. Um, so, but I am curious to see what the other what the other frameworks offer, and also, um, you know, like I said, we're just typically we're moving away from that. Like I could if if I think if we were like starting over and we wanted to build single page apps. Yeah. Um, Angular two would would probably be in the running, you know. Like we would probably want to consider that in addition to Ember mm-hmm. or React. Um, yeah. yeah. But for me, Angular just is such a. I'm kind of happy to see it on this whole list to some degree. Um, j- just just because uh, it's not particularly useful to in, to me for like the the for for our approach, our like widget based approach. Yeah. It can be done. It's just I think it's more work than a. Than a framework uh, like like Vue that I know about, yeah. um, and presumably they're saying it's more more work than uh, you know, Ember or React. So,
1: well, it's funny with any with Angular 2, The learning curve for you and I would probably be just as big as Vue or um, right. you know, uh, Ember. So, right. Um, all right, you get to do the last one. Yes, all right. Uh, so, JS
0: patch. Um, this Al specializes in. <laughs> so I think we're going to be fine. Um, no, this is I'm, this is iOS <laughs> this is iOS development. So um, so many iOS developers are using JS to dynamically patch their apps. Um, when JS Patch enabled apps runs, it loads a chunk of the JavaScript uh, potentially via an insecure HTTP connection, and then bridges to the main Objective C application code to change behavior, fix bugs, and so on. Uh, while convenient, we think monkey patching live apps is a bad idea and should be avoided. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure
1: it does. Uh, <laughs> anyways, just because I brought it up once. Um, but this is monkey patching live apps, so yeah, this does, does seem kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So I guess it's because it's iOS developers and maybe it's just the way they have to do it. Right. Um, So, um, all right. All right. That that was it. That was four (laughs) sessions. And let's see, we got eight out of 28. So (laughs) we're definitely, uh, you know, uh, not, not too bad for, for baseball. Uh, if I cared about baseball, Uh, (laughs) uh,
0: hopefully, you know, hopefully like baseball, people are drinking, uh yes. you know they're they're having a good time
1: <laughs> yeah damn what is that that's like it, we so we're like ah, i can't think right now it's late I yeah so. we'd have like a 300 percent batting average uh, yeah something You're like perfect that. yeah
0: thank you for watching a couple of guys mumble for yeah the last 45 minutes yeah yeah
1: <laughs> but we learn we see things it's, it's neat to see these things out there um uh, so, uh, so next uh, show we'll we'll jump into something different. Maybe you and I will figure out the Vue versus Angular or serverless. Uh, you know, uh, we'll find one of those and, and jump into one of those. I also yeah. wanted to do something on uh, on uh, I don't know if we've done this before, but quoting, uh, in, in, you know, in, in maintaining um, a sane um, space for you to code. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying to work on that a lot with someone and uh, just you know, how we, we, our day-to-day is, is, is all in the context of how well we quote, quote, quote things. Mm. So it's such an important skill.
0: Yeah. I'd like to think more about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to jump into something, uh, something like that. That'll be good. Um, you know, and, and, um, you know, folks out there, like, let us know what you think of these. Like, um, you know, we've done, we've done a number of them. I think this is probably like our seventh or eighth, um, podcast where we, we actually go through the technology radar. um, Uh, Some some folks tend to enjoy it. Like I know some of you are, uh, you know, running or driving. Um, And even though you know, like in this case, we you know there was a lot where we were just kind of like reading the analysis, and (laughs) we're not necessarily experts on these things. But I think people kind of enjoy that. But let us know if you don't, because if you don't, and uh, these these versions of these podcasts are kind of kind of turn you off. Let us know because uh, you know we can do other stuff. So um, or let us know if you love it, and we'll keep doing it.
1: Yep, that'd be great. Go to the website, use Twitter. in uh, Apple, uh, iTunes reviews never hurt. Uh, so, yeah, all that stuff will be good. All right, until next time. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the show. If you can just take a moment to rate us on iTunes, it's a big, big help. Or you can follow us on Twitter at DevsHangout and tweet about the show. Another way is to visit our website at developershangout.io. Leave comments, suggestions, and see show notes. Uh, it really helps us to get the feedback keeps us focused gives us ideas gives us energy for the next show and once more we just want to say thanks to our sponsors php arc for putting out a great magazine every month and including us in it thanks again see you next show